Welcome to the Love Your Naked Ass podcast. I'm your host, Kimberly Riggins, certified health and life coach, holistic nutritionist, and self-empowerment aficionado. At the core of my being, I've known that I'm meant to change the world, one woman at a time. I believe that you hold the power to create your own reality in any area of your life by challenging your own thoughts and daring to rewrite the script. How do I know this? Because I'm living proof. I went from being a sexual assault victim who suffered from anorexia, body dysmorphia, and exercise bulimia, to a confident, outspoken coach and mentor who is helping women just like you make powerful transformations of their own. Let's get started. Hey, 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 welcome back. This is Kimberly from the Love Your Naked Ass podcast, and I am thrilled to have you back here for another episode on this beautiful Friday morning. In today's episode, we are going to chat about where your body image comes from, because let's be honest, you certainly weren't born with a poor body image. That is something, unfortunately, we all have learned over time. I also just realized this episode is extra special today because it's officially my 47th birthday. Happy birthday, me. And I've decided my new life mantra is life isn't almost half over. It's just getting to the good parts. All right. Before we dig in, I want to share a few stories with you. I am positive you have similar stories of your own. So my first memory that I can recall anyway that involved body image and dieting was when I was about 10 years old. And I was at one of my girlfriend's house for a sleepover. It was actually the following morning and we were eating breakfast in her kitchen and my friend was enjoying those chocolate glazed donut holes. You know what I'm talking about. They're delicious. And I was just about to pick one up. I had just finished eating breakfast. And honestly, I don't even know what we were eating. All I remember are these glazed chocolate donut holes. And her mom walked in and immediately shook her head and said to my girlfriend, you better not eat too many of those. They're going to go straight to your hips. And I remember setting down my donut hole myself. And my girlfriend had just taken a bite. She swallowed the one half and set the other half down. And she kind of got up from the table, put her dishes in the sink, and excused herself. And she didn't look very happy. I have never been able to eat a chocolate-glazed donut hole without thinking about my girlfriend's mother's comments. Ever. Think about how that has affected her throughout the years. Think about your own stories of hearing a statement or a comment, whether it be from a friend, a mother, another woman, someone in your life who's made a comment that they thought was super innocent or very, very helpful that you've kind of kept with you for your entire life. Now, I have since definitely enjoyed a chocolate glazed donut hole, although they're still not my favorite. And I've always been curious if that was why. Now, of course, since then, I have absolutely enjoyed a chocolate glazed donut. For those of you who know me today, I relish in eating delicious food and I do not deprive myself of something that I want. In fact, every now and again, we will enjoy some donut holes in our family after breakfast. My choice is actually cinnamon. I know most people don't like that. I'm actually privy to cinnamon over the chocolate glazed donut, which 
I know it doesn't make sense because chocolate is my love language, but nonetheless, I digress. So let's fast forward a few years later. When I was in middle school, about 13, 14, I was super skinny and hadn't really blossomed or matured like some of the other girls. Listen, I just hadn't hit puberty yet, right? And I really liked this boy who I sort of thought liked me back. And I was at the bathroom walking back to class. And so there wasn't very many people in the hallway, but I turned the corner and I remember hearing him say to his friend something about me. And I don't remember exactly how it went down, but what I do remember is the one boy asking the boy that I liked a question about me and his response almost had me to tears because he was making fun of me for being flat-chested. And he called me something along the lines of a carpenter's dream being flat as a board. And I was mortified. So I kind of hid into the little, there was this little inserted hallway around the corner that I kind of ducked into until I couldn't see him any longer so I could walk back to class because I didn't want to show him how upset I had been. Needless to say, I never dated this boy. In fact, I didn't like him after this because I couldn't believe that he would talk about me in that way. He was always really nice to my face. The reality is this, it took me years to be comfortable with the fact that I was very small chested. And I'm not sure if it stemmed from him saying that that day, it might have. I had been insecure from that from the get-go, but I'm sure that perpetuated the issue. And in fact, when I finally did embrace and be comfortable with my flat-chestedness, if that's a word, I had to face it all over again when I had breast cancer, which I'm just going to leave for another episode. But my point of telling you these two stories is that small things, maybe it was a sentence, maybe it was an action, maybe it was an experience you had, add up to larger issues, especially around your body image. Now, for those of you who've heard my first episode, you recognize that my body image issues really started after I was raped. I remember looking in the mirror that night and just not recognizing who I was staring back at me. And I remember that voice, who I now lovingly call my inner bitch, tell me I was dirty, fat, and ugly, and I should be ashamed of myself. Now, of course, 2020's hindsight. And today, I know that none of those things were true. But back then, every time she would tell me that, I actually believed her. Because what happens is when you start hearing the same story over and over and over again in your head, you actually start to believe that vile bullshit. How can you not? It's on an endless loop. And that speed always sounds the same. You'll never be skinny enough, pretty enough, smart enough, good enough. Whatever your insert word enough looks like, you know what I'm talking about. You've heard it day after day, month after month, year after year. And you walk away thinking it's true. And you never really feel content in your own body, ever. 
And then those thoughts, unfortunately, are reinforced incessantly by our culture. It's constantly telling us that the more perfect we are, and that looks like thinner, younger, the better our lives will be, right? We'll have better relationships. We'll have a more successful job. We'll have a higher social status. We'll have lots of success if we fit into this little box that society says that we should look like. Now, here's what I can't grasp. We are surrounded by thousands of perfectly coiffed images and ideas of what the perfect female body should look like. But the most effed up part is this. There's less than 5% of the actual population of women who actually look like that person. Think about that. Talk about an absolute mindfuck. 5%, less than 5%, actually fit the ideal image of what our society says that we should look like. So no wonder we feel like shit looking in the mirror, right? So I think the biggest question I typically get asked is how did I overcome my own poor body image? Now, I wish I had a simple answer because there was a lot of different tools that I used and put into my toolbox, so to speak. The first step to really changing your body image is actually recognizing that the bullshit lies you're telling yourself are not true. So you have to understand that voice in your head isn't serving you. Those beliefs aren't serving you. And then you have to find a way to look at your body from the inside out to change those thoughts. The other thing that you have to do is take 100% responsibility for what you listen to, what you believe in, and who you follow. Now, I've seen women over and over again blame the media, their moms, their circumstances. Listen, I get it. They 100% most likely contributed to your thoughts. But the only person who can change those thoughts is you. So what does this look like for me? When I was going through these tough times and really hating on my body, I decided I was going to do something super uncomfortable. And later in life, I started teaching this to clients and I coined it and called it the mirror mantra. Now, what is the mirror mantra? The mirror mantra is when I stood in front of a mirror every single day naked, and I mean naked for real, without gloves on, until I could look at myself in a more loving, positive way. Now, this was not easy. I hated looking at my body. Every single time I looked in the mirror, all I saw were flaws. I would pick at everything. I would pull on skin. I would totally blast myself for being less than everything. You name it, I did it. But when I started to recognize that there was more to this vessel, to this body that I was in, and there was more on the inside than on the outside, things started to shift. My thoughts started to shift. So I always, in life, 
believe that you have to face your challenges in order to find a triumph. And so in order to do that, you need to be able to be uncomfortable taking an action because the more and more you do it, the more comfortable it becomes. And I knew how uncomfortable I was being naked. Now, this went on until my late 20s. I would even say early 30s. And it affected me in various ways. How? Because ladies, you know, when you're intimate with your husband or your significant other, do you have to have the lights off? Are you afraid to take off your clothes with light shining on your body? Can you even enjoy being intimate with a partner because you're naked? Think about these things. So what better way to get comfortable in your own skin than to look at yourself completely nude and find ways to love every part of your being, regardless of what it looks on on the outside, so you can truly love it from the inside out. And that's what I did. So today, I want to share with you the routine that I used to do daily. Again, this is called the mirror mantra. So let's do it together. If you are in a space where you can fully participate, I would love for you to do so. If you're at work listening to this or you're in your car, obviously you're not going to be able to disrobe or take any clothes off. So just listen to it and imagine viewing yourself in the mirror. And then I'm going to highly challenge you to do this later when you are standing in front of a mirror and no one else is around. You will have a profound moment with yourself, I promise. Now, one of the other questions I received before we jump into this is, what if you're so uncomfortable with being naked or you haven't been naked in years and you can barely look at yourself with clothes on? That's a great question. I believe we need to meet you where you are, but I want to also challenge you to get a little bit uncomfortable. So if you look at yourself fully clothed, baggy sweatshirt, baggy sweatpants, socks, gloves, whatever it is that you put on, and you barely see any skin, I'm going to ask you to take something off, whether it's your socks so you can see your bare feet, or maybe it's the sweatshirt so you can see a part of your arm with the t-shirt. You make that choice. I can't do that for you. But what I can say is the more you challenge yourself, the more ahas you are going to find. So if you are in a place where you can fully participate, I want you to slowly take everything off and then find yourself in front of a mirror. This mirror can be the mirror in your bathroom. This mirror can be a full-length mirror. I prefer a full-length mirror, but if you don't have one, grab a handheld mirror. I've done it with that too. And once you are ready, I just want you to stand there with your eyes closed, taking some deep breaths in and some deep breaths out. Let's get cozy together. So again, let's start with taking a deep breath in. Breathe in. And breathe out. Let's do that one more time. Take a deep breath in and a deep breath out. 
Now I want you to slowly open your eyes and I want you to turn facing the mirror and look at yourself as if it was for the very first time. Take a deep breath in and a deep breath out. I want you to take this moment to really look at yourself. And I want you to focus on yourself and connect with the woman staring back at you. This may very well be the first time you've ever looked at yourself in this way. And it's okay. Whatever emotion comes to the surface, allow it to overcome you. When I first did this, I was in a puddle of tears. Feel the emotion, allow it to come through and let it out. And at the same time, I want you to look at yourself and let yourself know that this is a safe place. There's no judgment, there's no expectations. And either allow her to yourself, I want you to repeat after me. I am worthy because I exist. I am worthy because I exist. Take a deep breath in and a deep breath out. Now let's take all of your attention and focus it on just your face. Take note of all the unique qualities that make your face yours. You might have dimples, you might have some freckles. Take a look at your smile lines. Yes, you may even have some wrinkles. Just take it all in. And just smile at yourself. There's no one who looks just like you. And that, my friends, is beautiful. Now let's take a moment and just put some attention and focus on your nose. And I want you to thank your nose, not for the way that it looks today, but for its ability to smell. Without this sense, you wouldn't be able to smell those fresh cut roses. Maybe your husband bought you for a surprise gift or even those warmed baked brownies you have baking in the oven. Appreciate what your nose does for you rather than how it looks for today. And if you love the way it looks, appreciate that too. And just quietly to yourself say, thank you, nose. Now let's move to your eyes. You get to see the whole world through your eyes and no one else sees it quite like you. Without them, you wouldn't have the ability to see the beauty in your surroundings. You would not be able to see the beauty in others. So you need to be cognizant of this and thank your eyes for giving you the gift of sight. Take a deep breath in and a deep breath out. Let's move to your mouth. Your mouth has a multitude of pleasurable opportunities that you can thank it for. 
One, when you look at your face and you smile from ear to ear, you see how happy you could potentially and already are, right? And then if you open your mouth, you have a beautiful vessel to taste foods and feel pleasure in those items you put into your mouth. And not only that, you have this wonderful opportunity to use your mouth to have a voice in this world. So whatever feels good to you about your lips, about your voice, about the ability that you have a tongue in your mouth that can taste all these pleasurable foods, give that area of your face thanks, some gratitude. Tell it you love it. Now let's move on up to your ears. Let's give your ears some love and thank them for the blessings of the ability to hear sounds. You know, there's a lot of senses that we take for granted. So if you can hear the sound of fallen rain, your little dog barking, the songs at the holidays, then I want you to admire and thank yourself and your ears for the beautiful ability to hear all the wondrous sounds in the world. Let's just look at your face in general. And if you have a full head of hair, I want you to thank it for keeping your head warm and for keeping your brain warm. And if you don't, I want you to find something that you love about that area as well. So is there anything on your face that you need to show love? Let's do that. Now repeat after me. I love my face. Every feature is as it should be. Let's move to your lower extremities by next focusing on your arms. And think about all the things they help you do. They comfort you. They offer support when you pick something up. They can express love in an embrace or passion, engaging conversation. I want you to see them as powerful extensions of your heart. And if you feel so inclined, wrap yourself up in a gentle hug. And kindly tell yourself you love your arms. Let's circle inward and take a look at your chest. For you ladies, I want you to focus specifically on your breasts and let go of how they feel about your size or positioning. Remember, we were gifted these and it's about being a woman and being the bearer of life. Repeat after me. I love my chest. I love my breasts. They are perfect exactly the way they are. Now let's slowly move down the body to your stomach area and actually place your hands on your belly and take a 
deep breath in and a deep breath out. Feel the air allow your ribs and abdominals to expand. Let's take another deep breath in. And on the exhale, I want you to let it all out. Now repeat after me, I love my belly. The roundness I feel is sensual and beautiful. Let's move towards your hips. Shake them a little and notice how the rest of your body just falls in line. Rock them forward and back, forward and back. And let go of how wide you think they may be. It's not about that. Take a deep breath in. And another deep breath out. And kindly tell your hips how much you appreciate them. Because without them, you wouldn't be standing erect. You wouldn't be able to walk. You wouldn't be able to move. You wouldn't be able to run. There's so many things that all of these body parts put together make us this wonderful vessel that we are, that we call our bodies. Let's move to your thighs. I've always looked at the thighs as my strength because they give me the ability to walk. So let's appreciate your thigh muscles by flexing and releasing them. Flex and release. And repeat after me, I love my thighs. Let's move down to our feet and admire them for being the platforms that enable us to get to one place to the other. Give love to your little toes, whether one is longer than the other or not is irrelevant. Your feet are amazing. They hold up the beautiful body we all have. As you can see, our bodies are these amazing vessels. And without them, we wouldn't exist. So take a deep breath in and a deep breath out. And just show some gratitude for all of the body parts we have looked at and loved up until now. Take a deep breath in. Take a deep breath out. Now let's move to your backside and feel your calves by raising up onto your toes. Feel the muscles tighten and release. Admire your calves and tell them how much you love them. As we move up towards the back of the thighs and your derriere. What I want you to do here is squeeze your glutes tight, tight, tight and then release. Again, shake your booty around, notice its fullness, and thank it for allowing it to comfort us when we sit. Maybe pat yourself on the butt and tell your butt how much you love it. Next, I want you to notice your back. 
whether it's your lower, middle, or upper back, wherever you feel you want to spend time today, go there. And I want you to gently squeeze your shoulder blades together, maybe arc your back a bit, and just appreciate this area for giving you the ability to stand erect. Take a deep breath in and a deep breath out. And again, repeat after me, I love my back. Now just look at yourself. Take it all in. Tell yourself how much you love being in your body. How much you appreciate this vessel that embodies your soul. That gets you from place to place and allows you to physically feel. Just notice, is there one particular area that you looked at or focused on that had you more emotional? than others? If yes, then I want you to start there next time you do this. Now slowly take a step back. And if you've participated fully, you can put all your clothes back on. You can wrap yourself up in a warm, cozy blanket. You can grab a robe, whatever works for you. And if you were driving or you're in the car and you were just participating by listening, you can certainly come back to life with us, kind of move your body around, and just take a minute to breathe. Once you come back and you're all settled, let's come back to the mirror and look at yourself. If this is the first time you've ever tried something like this, you may not feel any different, and that's okay. But I promise if you repeat this daily, you will start to feel different. You will find ways to see past the imperfections and love yourself because you exist. To love all of your parts because they bring beautiful, powerful ways to make your vessel work appropriately for you. It's time we appreciate our bodies for what it does versus the way that it looks and truly believe in those thoughts. Because what I know about you is that you're beautiful regardless of what size you are and you are worth every second and every day of taking the time to admire yourself. And they promise that if you find time to connect with your body daily, you will feel different and your thoughts will soften. You will walk taller, have more confidence. You may even find yourself having more energy during the day. Now, this meditation visualization can be done literally as often as necessary. It can be done after you take a shower, first thing when you wake up, anytime you really need a bit of a pep talk. Because it can really help you eliminate those negative thoughts running through your head about specific body parts or about your body in general. It's time we reconnect with the vessel that gives us life and appreciate it for everything it offers us. I really hope you try this on. 
and I would love to hear how it's going. So if you decide to embark on taking this visualization on, please send me a DM via Instagram or shoot me an email. All of that's in the show notes below. Now, next week, I'm going to share with you two other tools that I have, one, personally used and still do on my own journey, and tools I've used with my clients in addition to this visualization that have absolutely helped us heal our body image and increase our confidence. So until next week, remember, you are worthy because you exist. End of story, period. There you have it. That's it for this week's episode of Love Your Naked Ass. Thank you for being here with me. I can't wait to talk to you next week. If you love this podcast, hit subscribe, tap to rate, or drop a review. Be sure to follow me over on Instagram at Kimberly Riggins and join my free Facebook group, the Love Your Naked Ass Society. Again, this is Kimberly Riggins signing off, wishing you peace, love, wine, and of course, an abundance of dark chocolate. I'll see you next time.